Chapter 11 of The Art of Divine Contentment. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jen Raimundo. The Art of Divine Contentment by Thomas Watson. Chapter 11, Part 3. Section 8. The eighth argument to contentation is this. Why is not a man content with the competency which he hath? Perhaps if he had more, he would be less content. Covetousness is a dry drunkenness. The world is such that the more we have, the more we crave. It cannot fill the heart of man. When the fire burns, how do you quench it? Not by putting oil in the flame, or laying on more wood, but by withdrawing the fuel. When the appetite is inflamed after riches, how may a man be satisfied? Not by having just what he desires, but by withdrawing the fuel, etc., moderating and lessening his desires. He that is contented hath enough. A man in a fever or dropsy thirsts. How do you satisfy him? Not by giving him liquid things, which will inflame his thirst the more, but by removing the cause and so curing the distemper. The way for a man to be contented is not by raising his estate higher, but by bringing his heart lower. Section 9. The ninth argument to contentation is the shortness of life. It is but a vapor, saith James, James chapter 4, verse 14. Life is a wheel ever running. The poets painted time with wings to show the volubility and swiftness of it. Job compares it to a swift post, Job chapter 9, verse 25. Our life rides post, and to a day, not a year. It is indeed like a day. Infancy is as it were the daybreak, youth is the sun rising, full growth is the sun in the meridian, old age is sun setting, sickness is the evening, then comes the night of death. How quickly is this day of life spent? Oftentimes the sun goes down at noonday. Life ends before the evening of old age comes. Nay, sometimes the sun of life sets presently after sun rising. Quickly after the dawning of infancy, the night of death approaches. Oh, how short is the life of man! The consideration of the brevity of life may work the heart to contentment. Remember thou art to be here but a day. Thou hast but a short way to go, and what needs a long provision for a short way? If a traveller hath but enough to bring him to his journey's end, he desires no more. We have but a day to live, and perhaps we may be in the twelfth hour of the day. Why, if God gives us but enough to bear our charges, till night, it is sufficient, let us be content. If a man had the lease of a house or farm, but for two or three days, and he should fall a building and planting, would he not be judged very indiscreet? So, when we have but a short time here, and death calls us presently off the stage, to thirsty moderately after the world, and pull down our souls to build up an estate, is an extreme folly. Therefore, as Esau said once, in a profane sense, concerning his birthright, Lo, I am at the point to die, and what profit shall this birthright do me? So let a Christian say, in a religious sense, Lo, I am even at the point of death, my grave is going to be made, and what good will the world do me? If I have but enough till sunsetting, I am content. Section 10. The tenth argument to contentation is... Consider seriously the nature of a prosperous condition. There are in a prosperous estate three things. 1. More trouble. 
many who have abundance of all things to enjoy yet have not so much content and sweetness in their lives as some that go to their hard labour sad solicitous thoughts do often attend a prosperous condition care is the evil spirit which haunts the rich man and will not suffer him to be quiet when his chest is full of gold his heart is full of care either how to manage or how to increase or how to secure what he hath gotten oh the troubles and perplexities that do attend prosperity the world's high seats are very uneasy sunshine is pleasant but sometimes it scorcheth with its heat the bee gives honey but sometimes it stings prosperity hath its sweetness and also its sting competency with contentment is far more eligible never did jacob sleep better than when he had the heavens for his canopy and a hard stone for his pillow a large voluminous estate is but like a long trailing garment which is more troublesome than useful two in a prosperous condition there is more danger and that two ways first in respect of a man's self the rich man's table is off to his snare he is ready to indulge himself too deep in these sweet waters in this sense it is hard to know how to abound it must be a strong brain that bears heady wine he had need of much wisdom and grace that knows how to bear in high condition either he is ready to kill himself with care or to surfeit himself with luscious delights oh the hazard of honour the damage of dignity pride security rebellion are the three worms that breed of plenty deuteronomy chapter thirty two verse fifteen the pastures of prosperity are rank and surfeiting how soon are we broken upon the soft pillow of ease prosperity is often a trumpet that sounds a retreat it calls men off from the pursuit of religion the sun of prosperity oft dulls and puts out the fire of zeal how many souls hath the pleurisy of abundance killed they that will be rich fall into stairs first timothy chapter six verse nine the world is bird-lime at our feet it is full of golden sands but they are quicksands prosperity like smooth jacob will supplant and betray a great estate without much vigilancy will be a thief to rob us of heaven such as are upon the pinnacle of honour are in the most danger of falling a lower estate is less hazardous the little pinnacle rides safe by the shore when the gallant ship advancing with its mast and topsail is cast away adam in paradise was overcome when job on the dunghill was a conqueror samson fell asleep in delilah's lap some have fallen so fast asleep on the lap of ease and plenty that they have never awaked till they have been in hell the world's fawning is worse than its frowning and it is more to be feared when it smiles than when it thunders prosperity in scripture is compared to a candle his candle shined upon my head job chapter twenty nine verse three how many have burnt their wings about this candle the corn being overripe sheds and fruit when it mellows begins to rot when men do mellow with the sun of prosperity commonly their souls begin to rot in sin how heartily shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of god luke chapter eighteen verse twenty four his golden weights keep him from ascending up the hill of god and shall we not be content though we are placed in a lower orb what if we are not in so much bravery and gallantry as others we are not in so much danger as we want the honour of the world so the temptations oh the abundance of danger that is in abundance we see by common experience that lunatics when the moon is declining and in the wane are sober enough but when it is full they are wild and more exorbitant when men's estates are in the wane they are more serious about their souls more humble 
but when it is the full of the moon and they have abundance then their hearts begin to swell with their estates and are scarcely themselves those that write concerning the several climates observe that such as live in the northern parts of the world if you bring them into the south part lose their stomachs and die quickly but those that live in the more southern and hot climates bring them into the north and their stomachs mend and they are long-lived give me leave to apply it bring a man from the cold starving climate of poverty into the hot southern climate of prosperity and he begins to lose his appetite to good things he grows weak and a thousand to one if all his religion doth not die but bring a christian from the south to the north from a rich flourishing estate into which a june low condition let him come into a more cold and hungry air and then his stomach mends he hath the better appetite after heavenly things he hungers more after christ he thirsts more for grace he eats more than at one meal of the bread of life than at six before this man is now like to live and hold out in his religion be content then with a modicum if you have but enough to pay for your passage to heaven it sufficeth secondly a prosperous condition is dangerous in regard of others a great estate for the most part draws envy to it whereas in little there is quiet david a shepherd was quiet but david a courier was pursued by his enemies envy cannot endure a superior an envious man knows not how to live but upon the ruins of his neighbours he raiseth himself higher by bringing others lower prosperity is an eyesore to many such sheep as have most wool are soonest fleeced the barren tree grows peaceably no man meddles with the ash or willow but the apple tree and the damascene shall have many rude suitors oh then be contented to carry a lesser sail he that hath less revenues hath less envy such as bear the fairest frontispiece and make the greatest show in the world are the white for envy and malice to shoot at three a prosperous condition hath in it a greater reckoning every man must be responsible for his talents thou that hast great possessions in the world dost thou trade thy estate for god's glory art thou rich in good works grace makes a private person a common good dost thou disperse thy money for public uses it is lawful in this sense to put out our money to use oh let us all remember an estate is a depositum we are but stewards and our lord and master will ere long say give an account of your stewardship the greater our estate the greater our charge the more our revenues the more our reckonings you that have a lesser mill going in the world be content god will expect less from you where he hath sowed more sparingly section eleven the eleventh argument to contentation is the example of those who have been eminent for contentation examples are usually more forcible than precepts abraham being called out to hot service and such as was against flesh and blood was content god bid him offer up his son isaac this was great work isaac was the son of his old age the son of his love the son of the promise christ the messiah was to come of his line in isaac shall thy seed be called so that to offer up isaac seemed not only to oppose abraham's reason but his faith too for if isaac die the world for aught he knew must be without a mediator besides if isaac be sacrificed was there no other hand to do it but abraham's must the father needs be the executioner must he that was the instrument of giving isaac his being be the instrument of taking it away yet abraham doth not dispute or hesitate but believes against hope 
and is content with God's prescription. So when God called him to leave his country, he was content. Some would have argued thus, What? Leave my friends, my native soil, my brave situation, and go turn pilgrim? Abraham is content. Besides, Abraham went blindfolds. He knew not whither he went. God held him in suspense. He must go wander he knows not where. And when he doth come to the place God hath laid out for him, he knows not what oppositions he shall meet with there. The world doth seldom cast a favorable aspect upon strangers. Yet he is content and obeys. He sojourned in the land of promise. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 9. Behold a little his pilgrimage. First he goes to Charon, a city in Mesopotamia. When he had sojourned there a while, his father dies. Then he removed to Sikkim, then to Bethlehem in Canaan. There a famine ariseth. Then he went down to Egypt. After that he returns to Canaan. When he comes there, it is true he had a promise, but he found nothing to answer expectation. He had not there one foot of land, but was in exile. In this time of his sojourning, he buried his wife, and as for his dwellings, he had no sumptuous buildings, but led his life in poor cottages. All this was enough to have broken any man's heart. Abraham might think thus with himself, Is this the land I must possess? Here is no probability of any good. All things are against me. Well, is he discontented? No. God saith to him, Abraham, go, leave thy country. And this word was enough to lead him all the world over. He is presently upon his march. Here was a man that had learned to be content. But let us descend a little lower to heathen Zeno, of whom Seneca speaks, who had once been very rich, hearing of a shipwreck, and that all his goods were drowned at sea. Fortune, saith he, he spake in a heathen dialect, hath dealt with me, and would have me now study philosophy. He was content to change his course of life, to leave off being a merchant and turn a philosopher. And if a heathen said thus, shall not a Christian much more say when the world is drained from him? God would have me leave off following the world, and study Christ more, and how to get to heaven. Do I see an heathen contented, and a Christian disquieted? How did heathens vilify those things which Christians did magnify? Though they knew not God, or what true happiness meant, yet they would speak very sublimely of a Newman or deity, and of the life to come as Aristotle and Plato, and for those Elysian delights which they did but fancy, they undervalued and condemned the things here below. It was the doctrine they taught their scholars, and which some of them practiced, that they should strive to be contented with a little. They were willing to make an exchange, and have less gold and more learning. And shall not we be content then to have less of the world, so we may have more of Christ? May not Christians blush to see the heathens content with a viaticum, so much as would recruit nature, and to see themselves so transported with the love of earthly things, that if they begin a little to abate, and the bill of provision grows short, they murmur, and are like Micah, Have ye taken away my gods, and do you ask me what aileth me? Judges chapter 18 verse 24. Have heathens gone so far in contentation, and is it not sad for us to come short of heaven? These heroes of their time, how did they embrace death itself? Socrates died in prison, Hercules was burnt alive, Cato, who Seneca calls the lively image and portraiture of virtue, thrust through with a sword. But how bravely and with contentment of spirit did they die? Shall I, said Seneca, weep for Cato, or Regulus, or the rest of those worthies, that died with so much valor and patience? 
did not cross providence make them to alter their countenance and do i see a christian appalled and amazed did not death affright them and doth it distract us did the springhead of nature rise so high and shall not grace like the waters of the sanctuary rise higher we that pretend to live by faith may we not go to school to them who had no other pilot but reason to guide them nay let me come a step lower to creatures void of reason we see every creature is contented with its allowance the beasts with their provender the birds with their nests they live only upon providence and shall we make ourselves below them let a christian go to school to the ox and the ass to learn contentedness we think we never have enough and are still laying up the fowls of the air do not lay up they reap not nor gather into barns matthew chapter six verse twenty six it is an argument which Christ brings to make Christians contented with their condition. The birds do not lay up, yet they are provided for and are contented. Are ye not, saith Christ, much better than they? But if you are discontented, are you not much worse than they? Let these examples quicken us. Section 12. The twelfth argument to contentation is, Whatever change of trouble a child of God meets with, it is all the hell he shall have. Whatever eclipse may be upon his name or estate, I may say of it, as Athanasius of his banishment, it is a little cloud that will soon be blown over, and then his gulf is shot, his hell is past. Death begins a wicked man's hell, but it puts an end to a godly man's hell. Think with thyself, what if I endure this? It is but a temporary hell. Indeed, if all our hell be here, it is but an easy hell. What is the cup of affliction to the cup of damnation? Lazarus could not get a crumb. He was so diseased that the dogs took pity on him, and as if they had been his physicians, licked his sores. But this was an easy hell. The angels quickly fetched him out of it. If all our hell be in this life, in the midst of this hell, we may have the love of God. And then it is no more hell, but paradise. If our hell be here, we may see to the bottom of it. It is but skin deep, it cannot touch the soul, and we may see to the end of it. It is an hell that is short-lived. After a wet night of affliction comes the bright morning of the resurrection. If our lives are short, our trials cannot be long. As our riches take wings and fly, so do our sufferings. Then let us be contented. Section 13. The thirteenth argument to contentation is this. To have competency and to want contentment is a great judgment. For a man to have a huge stomach, that whatever meat you give him he is still craving and never satisfied, you used to say, this is a great judgment upon the man. Thou who art a devourer of money, and yet never hast enough, but still criest, give, give, this is a sad judgment. They shall eat and not have enough. Hosea chapter 4 verse 10. The throat of a malicious man is an open sepulchre. Romans chapter 3 verse 13. So is the heart of a covetous man. Covetousness is not only a sin, but the punishment of a sin. It is a secret curse upon a covetous person. He shall thirst and thirst and never be satisfied. He that loves silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10. And is not this a curse? What was it but a severe judgment upon the people of Judah? Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 6. 
oh let us take heed of this plague did not esau say to his brother i have abundance my brother genesis chapter 37 verse 9 or as we translate it i have enough and shall not a christian say so much more it is sad that our hearts should be dead to heavenly things and a sponge to suck in earthly yet all that hath been said will not work our minds to heavenly contentation end of chapter 11 recording by jenry mundo